Hello everyone, I am Alien in Bohemia. And I am Mikey. And we are two immigrants living in Prague, and this is our podcast called Aliens of Prague. Where we bring Prague expats as our guests. Listen to their stories about how they came to Prague, why Prague, and what it is like to live in Prague as an outsider. We will go on tangents, we'll dive into absurd stories, dig up personal experiences, bring up Prague's hidden beauties, and other whatnots. If you are an expat living in Prague, you should listen to this podcast. If you are Czech, and want to know more about the expats living in Prague, you can listen to this podcast. Or if you know any expat, you can send this podcast to them. Aliens of Prague is available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Visit our Facebook page, Aliens of Prague, for more information. You can send us voice clips or texts about your experience living in Prague on Facebook or email us at aliensofprague at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please give us an appropriate review. It will encourage us a lot. We hope you will enjoy listening to this podcast as much as we enjoy making it. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Aliens of Prague. Today we are discussing with uh, Jim High and Jeff Coach. They are actors, performers, improv comedian and they are genuinely funny people. Are they really? <laughs> we'll find out I guess. They're serious and funny. So sit back, relax and enjoy the podcast. Where was that? Uh, it's, it's like 15 minutes away from airport. Oh. It's a small village. Uh-huh. A little village, very quiet for a young guy like me. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of depressing. Yeah. It's just uh, yeah for quiet. a young stallion like you. Yeah, I've been chomping at the. Bit. I used to stay there. I mean, I stayed there the first six months of my life here. Yeah, right. And uh, something would go go in my head, and then it's racing, and I would come outside at like twelve o'clock, mm. have a cigarette, cigarette. And it's so quiet that I would I would just physically hurt. Like whew, too quiet. Too quiet. Too yeah, quiet. Sure. That is one of the quietest places I've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Not no. even car noise. Anything. Not even an animal. It's just. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Oh, okay. At this point, it becomes suspicious. You know. It yeah, is. It is. There's it no is. animals as well. There's yeah. There's no animals. Why has everything moved out of there? Yeah. And we used to go to school at uh, at like six o'clock. Everything is cold, and then uh, we would see deers. But not anymore. Not anymore. Come on, I'm oh, a Prague-ite. Oh right. Is that a word, Prague-ite? Can be. No. It sounds like a sort of, <laughs> it's the type of fossil that would appear in Prague. Yeah. yeah. Like a stalactite, like Prague-ite. Parasite. Oh, we call. I've just realised we uh, yeah, can call Parisians right? parasites. I think, I think you listened to the last one. Oh shit. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Cut about? it out. Just remember. <laughs> what are you talking about? We we made a made, I made no, fun of an old well, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Rude. Is that your thing? You making fun of stuff? Uh, yeah, I guess. I kind of like to make fun of people and things. How long have you been doing this uh, making fun thing? Uh, I mean, uh, for those who doesn't know, what do you do, Penny, please? Uh, well, I uh, I'm, I live here in Prague. I'm an actor, uh, and I do improv comedy uh-huh. uh, hmm. with this guy twice yeah. a week. Yeah. That's uh, Jeff exactly. talking, and this guy. But like it's exactly the same. I, uh-huh. I do. I, you do I the same thing. I'm an actor, and I, I do improv comedy with this guy. Uh-huh. Right. And how long have you been living in Prague? Person, but, uh, I've been here like uh, eleven years. Eleven years. Oh, <laughs> how old are you? Don't detect the weary tone in my voice with that. How old am I? Yeah. That's your question. This is your question. <laughs> this is my question. Eleven <laughs> years, like uh, you know, like when you change a country and come to a place. Yeah. Which age did you decide that? You know mm. that that age tells you tells a lot about you, right? Well, if you're, life, I guess, if you get yeah, if you're one of those people uh, in my late twenties. Late twenties. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in London, and it was, I'd been I'd lived in a few other places, but around Europe and stuff. But uh, and I'd been in London for a while, and you know, I love London. 
Mm-hmm. Is it because Samuel Johnson saying something like "tired of London, tired of life"? But mm-hmm. I was tired of London. But uh, I got a new lease of life out sure. here in Prague. It was about the first year that I came here. It was just so much fun. Immediately, just enjoyed this beautiful town. So, Jimmy, um, you, now it's got its claws into me. You yeah, know, you came to do some show here? No, no, I kind of well stack so party or something. <laughs> oh. No, I, 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 I was I taught English as a foreign language in London. Uh huh. Uh, at a summer camp in London, if you can believe it. And uh, the guy who I worked with there offered me a job in Bruno mm-hmm. teaching. So I came out and I ended up teaching in Prague. So I started doing that. And then I kind of, let's say, sort of fell into the theatre stuff, but I kind of fell into the theatre stuff and just hanging out with all various uh, self proclaimed bohemians. <laughs> bohemian. What well, is that? You know, a lot of people moved here, Americans, who, with sort of artistic pretensions and stuff. There's nothing wrong with pretensions. Anyway, so there were lots of theatre groups and stuff like that going on. So yeah. Fell in with that and then got started going for castings and things and got uh, that. So and then we started the improv group, sorry. We started the improv group uh, like six years ago. Mm-hmm. Six, so all, all, the, all of your acting thing come came after coming to Prague? I'd done it at school and I'd kept it up at university. Uh, do you have an IMDb comedy. page? If, you, if, if I Google your name, I, I get an IMDb page with like 47 no, entries. No, you don't. I do. Like, just Google lie. it. Google your name. No, I'm not going to. Come on, have Google yourself. <laughs> I think you, you've done it many times. Yeah, a lot of you were saying before we came on air that your surname comes up. Your name comes up. Yeah, he, your name yeah, comes up. Yeah. yeah. What's your name? Mine just comes up with high street, as or, or high school. Right. Like, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of high schools called Jim, apparently. Yeah. It's more than you'd think. Yeah, I'm hard to I'm hard to find on online. Yeah, which but is you good. Like it I kind of like it that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's depressing, but it's good. you're on the run. You know. I don't get to feel like I'm super successful when I Google myself. You're not. Because uh, well, I'm not. No. Dude, you two are amazing. <laughs> there are a lot of people with your name who are. Dude, so that must kind of grind you down I mean, a I'm bit. far down the list yeah. of Jeff Cooks. Yeah. 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 Coach brother. God, you're not even... You're not even in the top 50 of your name. No, I, I don't think so. <laughs> That's awful. But wow. you know what? I, I, I see what these other people are. It's inspirational. Mostly like rich lawyers and things. Yeah. There's a they, lot. Look, they, look, they look like they're not living their best life. Yeah. I mean, they're making money, but they look quite yeah. depressed. I'm happy. Sure. No, you've, I'm happy with my you've life. You've got out of that. Oh, God. You've got out of yeah, that, I, that vicious cycle. True. I moved Rest here. I moved here four and a half years ago. You know, we, we two can watch and, uh, and and then let them talk. I guess it's, right. they're having a good conversation. Well, yeah, Jimmy yeah. and I never talk unless we're in front of people. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you it's being recorded. It's not worth it. Otherwise, I just feel like I'm throwing my <laughs> voice out to the air. Dude, your know, voice but, is but, so but, deep. But, but the whole the, the whole the whole googling yourself and not yeah. ending up in the top of the results reminds me of uh, reminds me of that urban urban legend about Charlie Chaplin, and the Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. He he entered it and he won second place. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So Jimmy, I've been here for eleven years. What about yeah. Jeff? Four and a half years. Four and a half. Yeah. What made you come to Prague? Mm. I was dating a girl in Los Angeles. Oh, everything starts with a girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess it does. Yeah, kind of. Mostly. Sure. Um, yeah. I was dating a girl in LA, uh, and she wanted to move to Europe to teach English. And Prague was the place that she chose, so I came with her. I spent like three months here, three months back in L.A., three months here, three months back in L.A. And then the last time I came out, I met Jim and uh, saw an improv show and then wanted to get involved with that and then learned that I could get more work here creatively than I ever could in L.A. Um, 
uh, and be able to actually just perform all the time, which wasn't a thing that was happening in LA. I well, could perform like once a month or something. And a lot of the times I'd have to pay to get on stage just yeah. to perform for other improvisers who right. thought, I, you know, they're just judging you the whole time. Yeah, so yeah. to be in a place, I always wanted to live in Europe too. So to be in a place where I always wanted to be doing the thing that I always wanted to do and to have yeah. a, a comfortable lifestyle at that, uh, it made a lot of sense. So yeah, we stayed here and then she went back to the States last year and, uh, I'm still here. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I hear, I hear this, uh, I hear this a lot from Americans considering Europe, like a single, a single culture. Everyone says, Oh, I'm going to Europe. And I realize the cultural differences are large enough to be considered, uh, you know, he's more, from I Europe, think. by the way, mm. huh? You're from Europe in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is you. Uh, so, I mean, I realize the cultural differences can be large enough to be considered a monolithic culture as sure. opposed to the U.S., for instance. But still, why is it always Europe? Why Why isn't it like, oh, I wanted to go to Germany. I wanted to go to France. I wanted to go... So, like a specific place? Yeah, some specific place. It's it's always Europe. Yeah, I think it's because it's, I'm from L.A. Uh, and it's so far. Uh, so <laughs> Europe is just kind of this idea for you, especially because I, I came when I was quite young uh, with school and went to London and went to Italy. And those are two very different places. And yeah. I could identify those as two very different places. Exactly. But at the same time, it was still just Europe to me. I just wanted to go be in the European lifestyle. Uh, and I didn't want to be in the suburbs south of L.A. anymore. And then even when I moved to L.A., the city life in L.A. is nothing like the European lifestyle. So it made... Uh, a lot more sense. I, I thought I'd one day retire in Europe when I was old and I'd like move to Italy and get a villa or something. But then it made sense to just come here now because I wasn't happy in America anymore. So, and I'm, I'm very happy here. And now I've learned that Prague is, is its own distinct culture, just like everywhere else has its own distinct culture. Yeah. And the culture here just so happens to be pretty perfect for me, uh, creatively and, uh, socially. Yeah. yeah. The beer is great. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been watching you guys every beer. for one year. Every single week, you you at least once, maybe sometimes twice, you produce shows, mm-hmm. and you were amazing at it. And then every single time, it's something different. You do improv comedy for those who are listening and yeah. don't know who we are talking with. And then yeah. I have no idea. I had no idea about improv comedy. What is it? What it is? Uh, before coming here, we don't mm, have that yeah. art form back home. Sure. Actually, have really really little art forms <laughs> back right. home. But it, it is exciting. What 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 drives this improv comedy thing? Um, you don't have to rehearse. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big part of it. <laughs> no, not like later. Uh, I've seen it in, 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 in pop culture references. Oh, it's, imagine this is an apple. What are you going to do with it or something? Well, you get to, yeah. it's, it's playing. It's like, I think sure. that's a big part of it is that as adults, you don't really get to play very much with yeah. your friends. You don't get to do make believe with your friends. And it's, <laughs> it's kind of that. It's making yeah. each other look good. It's making each other laugh. And it's being spontaneous and exercising that part of your brain all the time. It's, I think it's super healthy for, uh, performers, but for anybody really to just get up on stage and to to be original every week. Hmm. But that, I mean, for me, that I think that takes a lot of courage because I hosted a burlesque show. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> well, ago. that's quite a. Oh, on Friday. <laughs> yeah, on Friday, and I've I never that. been to a burlesque show. And she told okay. me we're gonna do dancing. You just uh, come here and then talk about the act, and then. And then tell something sexy, and I had no idea, but somehow you pulled it. Tell something sexy? Yeah. What did you do? What did you say? I don't know. It's like, uh, (laughs) well, so did somebody get a sex toy (laughs) for a Christmas gift? (laughs) 
Oh, that's sexy. That would have. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow, that melted. I, I had a raging boner just hearing <laughs> him on stage. It was Dude, I have one right now. <laughs> this is a great podcast. It was, uh, it was really uncomfortable. It I mean, not uncomfortable for ten minutes. Then I realized eh, it's, it's it's okay. I just have so you to. If it lasts more than four hours, I'm consult a medical doctor. Yeah, <laughs> I was uncomfortable for first ten minutes. Yeah. As the, oh, and then you got through that. You got yeah, over I it. got through that. There's people, some people offered me beer. I was like, okay. Well, sure, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then yeah. it started to get easier after ten minutes. Yeah, it, started it to does. Feel it does. I had to make some brown jokes. Some like okay. like shit jokes. <laughs> yeah, shit jokes. It's it's not quality. I would not market. Hey, it's what do you think, Mikey? Mikey was there. He was now. there. What do you think? Shitty joke or okay joke? I I helped by heckling. Yeah, he I I the, find I yeah. find that heckling actually helps in some. Yeah, cases. he said like, like sure when are you does. taking your mm. shirt off? <laughs> no, no. The point I was trying to make is, is is you come to the stage and you perform. It takes a lot of courage to do that, you know, or or is it just a habit now? It's just habit now. Yeah, I don't I don't get nervous I, I mean, before I, yeah. shows anymore. I I do like depending on stuff. In so far as I, I get a bit of more of an adrenaline hit still with improv being on stage which is what you're finding after your 10 minutes there is kind of a large part of it is a control of adrenaline mm-hmm. and when you first get people up on stage and when they're lurking, learning to do public speaking and stuff they'll you know obviously be fidgety and uh ummy and ari and uh hesitant but you can you know it's just learning to control that valve that adrenal mm. valve and then you can kind of yeah and put and channel it into and then like channel taking it. that yeah, exactly. nervous energy and putting well, it yeah. into positive energy yeah. on stage yeah, um, but as far as like, I mean, I, 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 I'm never nervous about doing improv anymore because we're so comfortable with mm-hmm. each other. We do it all the time, so we know that we'll. And it has to have that. Somebody was saying to me after we came off the other day, they were like, "You guys were so relaxed," and it was the yeah. obvious point that it made them relaxed. And you know, you never go up and apologize for what you're doing, and you genuinely, it's <laughs> the discipline's interesting, and so you genuinely have to be having fun for it to be entertaining. Yeah, there's a large part of the of the thing is people think it's like the quality of the zingers and, and the jokes you come up with and people are always like well I don't know how you come up with stuff the way we come up with stuff is fairly mundane we just try not to be wacky we try not to be original we try to be obvious and out of that because you're doing these insane games um, bizarre stuff comes out but a large part of the reason people enjoy it when it works well is you're seeing people fail gracefully and happily and enjoying it and in in that sense it being real play getting people sort of pushing themselves as far as they can really with something and there's a catharsis to that which i don't think there's also they also get which i don't think the audience necessarily realizes is what's happening but there's a, there's a satisfaction to that there's a sort of freedom to it it puts people at their ease they also you know they like the jokes and they also uh, getting a coherent narrative, which is, is would is you awesome. would you say you're addicted to the audience by now? For instance, if you if you had to perform in front of no audience, would you say it would be worse than your regular show? I've uh, seen how, them. How how, how, well, we just, have, how how important is the is the audience? Very, right now for you? but but we've done shows for very small audiences yeah. and shows for massive audiences, yeah. and it's um it's still a good show. Well, I'm I'm yeah. I'm talking about about yeah. the human element. I mean, well, even, yeah. even well, one even one person in the public can make a world of difference. But the sh- thing is, what if you are literally in front of I don't know just empty rows of seats and rows upon rows and well we probably we could still I mean we'd rehearse that's, we've had a few times when that's happened and our solution is we just kind of rehearse and do mm. our own stuff yeah but you know just play the games for our own sake I mean we have to be entertaining each other were you saying earlier about heckling mm-hmm. uh, and joking about putting it I, I I did a bit of stand up as the stuff I did after university and I'd uh, <laughs> 
I, I, I did well when I got heckled and I didn't do so well when I yeah, it's a, didn't. It's a curveball. No, actually, yeah, well, if you can, you know, ban it out of the park, it changes your relationship. The stand-up's got a different relationship with the audience in so far as it's quite an aggressive in some ways. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't mean it's negative, but it's kind of aggressive art form. Well, in, and it's like, show me that you're funny. Yeah. In, in, improv's like, hang on, I'm making a point. Improv's like, um, and I don't think I can hold it in my head for <laughs> your question. So... Um, Improv's a nice sort of medium between that and and theatre. And theatre, your contract with you go in and you uh, you sit quietly is your deal as the audience. That's what you agree to. If there was a contract, you that's what you'd be signing up to. You sit quietly and enjoy. Improv's got a sort of halfway house between the show me your funny feel of a stand up room and uh, the people can still be active and, and talking. And it's so it. it we can do stuff without people there, but it's nice improv in so far that you are connecting with the audience mm-hmm. in a way that you're not so much with theatre. And yeah, in definitely. a way that you, different way to have That's you a good way to put up. it, the halfway house. Yeah. It sure is. I've tried stand-up too, and it's a totally different, totally different, different thing. Beast, yeah. What's interesting too is when you meet stand-ups, a lot of the stand-ups will say the same thing you did. It's like, yeah. I could never do improv. That's crazy. And it's the same level of fear that I would have to do stand-up. Doing stand-up is so much scarier to me. Because of that relationship with the audience, yeah, mm. it's one on one, and now improv you can actually use elements and then come up with your own thing. And you have people to support you when yeah. you're doing improv, and you are forgiven by the audience because they, again, it's failing gracefully. That removes a lot of the stress. Is knowing that it's okay to fail. If you're doing stand up and you fail, it's all on you. You wrote it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You are the entire show. Yeah, that's yeah. the amazing yeah. thing I, about that. I, I know. I remember. Deserve their credit. I, yeah. I, I shut up, shut a guy up. He was t- telling me something in, in in language, and I'm like, ah, dude. And I understand. I don't speak the language, mm. and it gave me a little bit of confidence boost. I didn't get it. Like uh, yeah, oh, when you were doing the burlesque. Yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah, you're in charge. Yeah. you have the microphone. Yeah, it changes your relationship with the audience. Yeah, you've got the microphone. So you've got oh, the got advantage the there. It was nice. It was nice. Back to the back to the Prague thing. We have to stick it to Prague. It's called uh, the well, show is called Aliens of Prague. Oh, I got the Jeff I story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't look it up. Okay. I got the Jeff story. Jeff, uh, you came because of a girl, and then you came and you stayed. I stayed because of uh, well, the, probably because I met Jim. Oh, that, I think sorry. that has a lot to do. You're with the, the culprit. Well, this took a wild turn. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, so what, um, what's it was your once for a girl, then oh. it was for a boy. Uh, I'm a boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> That's my. No, MO. I, I, I'm just saying that I stuck around for the for the city. Uh huh. But yeah. I got here because to tilt it back onto Prague, kind of mm-hmm. what we've been talking about as well. Our audiences here are quite awesome mm-hmm. in that there's such a we get such an international mix. I mean, we're doing it in English. We've got Czech players, but we do it in English. Um, incidentally, there well, is a lot of really, really basically? good Czech improv I mean, going on. Well, there, go there's. To- yeah, I go to your shows and then uh, yeah. I mean I know that. the audiences are mostly expats, but where the where, other places you you do your show are there mixed or Czech people or it's a mixture. It's a I'd mix. say we get about like I don't know thirty forty percent Czech, and then we get Americans, we get Brits, and then we get Europeans and French and Italians. We get a lot of Russian and and, and former Soviet state people as well. I think they they connect with it quite well and quite quickly mm-hmm. and there's something about what they've got going on in their culture um yeah so what's the, yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the most unexpected nationality you've had oh i don't know i can't yeah yeah you yeah, yeah. no i don't yeah. know <laughs> uh that's I don't think. I yeah, mean, I it's so varied, you know. There's people. I mean, that's the thing about Prague as well. Is that, you know, people are coming in from all over the place. So mm-hmm. anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I yeah. think it's all kind of. It's just a blur anyway when you 
perform, you know, really notice that I, kind of thing. I hate to ask, Jim, where are you from? Well, I'm, I'm from the UK. I was I grew up in the south of England, in the mm -hmm. Isle of Wight, which is, as the name implies, an island, <laughs> um, which is only a few miles off the coast of Oh, is that the White Cliff thing? It does have that. Well, you're thinking of the White Cliffs of Dover, but it's, it's very similar to that. It's uh -huh. got, um, it has white chalk cliffs. Uh, it's very beautiful, very picturesque. Um, why, why live in Prague? Uh, same answer. It's very beautiful, very not picturesque, but just, uh, yeah. What beautiful. was your reason to come to Prague? Um, well, I just kind of wanted to uh, be somewhere else abroad. I, I, <laughs> I just needed to get out. I was on the run. Uh, I'd um, We're running from committed what? Uh, the police. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're kidding uh, or not. We're gonna have to. I'm He's not kidding. You know, I'm not, okay. not kidding. Uh, we're gonna have to wipe this whole thing. I will wipe it out. Um, I can't believe I admitted that to you here you're now. Gonna, you're gonna you might as well just go My name's all in not now. really Jim. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. I just fancy it. In fact, yeah. you're not locked in here with us. We are locked in here with you. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Bad That's stuff. the line I should have said. Yeah. Um. So in terms of my motivations, I just kind of fancied, again, living in Europe and, you know, you Prague had it going England. On. England is part of Europe. It is indeed, yeah. But uh, What's I the difference to, uh, between uh, living in Prague and living in England? Oof. Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing we, we noticed when we first got here with the theatre was, because uh, I've, well, I still do run the theatre with another British guy, and we Even we were guy? interested in, uh, no, Logan Hillier. Uh -huh. uh, we founded it together and we, we found we, we like funny stuff we like dark funny stuff and our sense of humor our british sense of humor we describe as quite dark uh whereas czechs have a black sense of humor so they kind of notch us up one level so it often when they're dark and black well black is darker um so it's they're just even more like i think they just kind of cut straight to the chase whereas we'd kind of amble towards some sort of so dark sarcasm <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. It's right up to 11, yeah, uh, from the get-go straight away. And, they, you know, they'd always laugh at kind of if there was a murder scene or something, the, the American, the Anglo-American audience, if you want to call them that, would be gasping and in tears, whereas the, the Czechs and the Russians as well would be laughing their heads off. So we kind of went down that route. So that was a similarity slash difference we found. Uh, well, I didn't really know much about the country when I came. It's, it, looking back on me, it surprises me how little it came up on my radar uh, when I was growing up. And it's kind of, it, it is interesting, actually, that without, sending, without being sounding disrespectful, Central Europe doesn't really crop up on the radar in how it's covered in the news in the UK, in France and Spain, Germany, obviously. But um, uh, yes, yeah, so I didn't really know much about what I was coming to. And I only like so many people, like so fucking many people who come here. Can we swear? Um, yeah, yeah, we can. We get an yeah. E. Oh, sweet. On our okay, because I, oh, I haven't been swearing. I'm going to have to catch up. An E. No, we, we swear yeah. a fuck on. Oh, man. Well, we use really uh, swear words only if necessary. Jeez. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry to you Americans, that's a metric fuck ton. Okay, right. thank you for Good. clarifying. Yeah. Now I know exactly yeah, how many fuck tons it is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah the thing, uh, there aren't that many good things I can say about Romania, but okay. one of the good things is there's this uh, there's this film festival in Transylvania, TIFF, mm. Transylvania, Transylvania International Film Festival. So there was this uh, there was this comedy, Romanian comedy. It's called uh, Memories from the Golden Age. Okay. So essentially, it's a it's a series of six urban legends put into film mm -hmm. by a Romanian director. 
And the thing is, I mean, by then when I when the when the movie came out, it was quite uh, the festival was quite popular in Europe already. There were like tons of nationalities over there, and it was uh, it was very easy to to tell who were who were uh, I don't know who were the Polish or uh, I don't know Polish Russians maybe Czechs as well as opposed to the English the Germans because I mean half the half the the movie theater was rolling around laughing and the other half uh-huh. was just wondering what what the fuck is so funny here <laughs> wow. and the okay. thing is and there's so because the, the movie I mean the movie is about communism and unless you uh, actually sure. experienced communism you're not going to get the, yeah. the, the amount of absurdity that uh, that it involved right sure yeah yeah so yeah saw- we, we we have this we have this gene for extra from black humor as you say yeah. we, we just take it to 11 mm. it's no, very few things shock us now nowadays right that makes sense yeah it's not quite as dark but um a czech milos early milos film foreman film um hoji ma ma panenko paneko uh which the fireman's ball in english um i saw that when i first got here and it's about uh, a fireman's ball the, the party they're having at this village fire house uh, and it's ridiculous. I didn't get it at all when I first got here. Not a bit. I didn't find it even remotely funny. And I watch it now, and it's just absolutely <laughs> hilarious, just with its sort of bleak, sen- bleak sensibility and kind of. Hmm. Do you yeah. guys can, can you guys uh, like uh, understand where they're from from their laugh that they do when you guys are performing? Like, I don't think about it, man. I oh, think no, that's the thing. Like, yeah, no. yeah. I it's just a, don't even. It's a great thing we have such a, a, across. You know, we have different people from different places, and that's part of. I think that adds to the energy in the audience, in so far as they're interested in each other. Sure. I mean, <laughs> you know, Imp- is it you know, how much American but, thing? But I mean, no, Canadian. Well, <laughs> I, it's been. All, I mean, it's all over the world it, now. I'm quite, Oh yeah, is it an American thing originally? You mean? Yeah, yeah. For I mean, us? I mean, uh, American. Yeah, it's kind of. Comedy is a very American Canada thing, Canada and the right? UK, and it, but it kind of, uh, it's popular, most popular. It got its foothold in America. In America, right? sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of improv groups in America, and a lot Lots. of great stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Canada as well, and, and but the styles like are so different. I mean, sure. we do a different style than anything I ever did in America. Right, um, and right. even even going yeah. down to different countries around Europe, people yeah. have different styles of doing improv, and I think it is it is a product of your audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, the freedom that we have here to be as politically incorrect as we can be uh, <laughs> is <laughs> something that we I definitely we definitely couldn't have in America. I guess not. No, um, and we have the, you know talking about that style of theatre and the relationship with the audience. There's um, Europeans, and this is more so than Brits as well, uh, have a kind of, uh, you know how they have like clowning here? Um, Clown? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't really like clowning, um, but that's because I, it, I, I, I know some great clowns and I, I know the skill that goes into it, but it's just because I've kind of been brought up um, to think that clowns are, are silly. And it's... and. In the UK, <laughs> sorry, clowns. And in the UK, oh, I know a professor of clowns. Uh, I know some great clowns, but fuck, yeah. them, fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, there's, there it is. Um, there's a uh, the, uh, Czechs and, and, and Europeans in general are better at. They're just more kind of au fait with theatre, 
and it's not such a weird thing for them. That's why, like, stand-up's quite reductionist, and also, you know, it's a bit, it's extremely reductionist, in fact. It's one man with a microphone, that's it. So it's like, it's theatre taken down to absolute bare bones. There's not really a way you could do it less. You, you don't need take to away his microphone. I mean, you, you can well, hear sometimes, it. Well, sure, exactly, well, and it is that sometimks I mean, yeah. fucking I'm, I'm, Bill looking, I'm looking forward to, to I'm looking forward <laughs> to just a chair on a, on a, on a stage with no one there, and okay. just laughing at it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, sure, but, but either way, it has, it's actually stopped there, and stand-up a huge popular art form that's an art form that came out of America you can do and I, th- I feel I don't know American improv but I feel like and I, I certainly feel this about British improv again there's brilliant stuff going on it's not just but they have to tend to have to be reduced down to this kind of bare bones um, uh, sort of empty theatre thing because they're playing in stand up comedy clubs quite often or places that are like that whereas we can at least aspire to and we often do something slightly more theatrical And people will go with that. They'll kind of, they're happier to, to go with it while still keeping that kind of antagonistic, not antagonistic, but that sort of alive relationship with the audience where they're, they're feeding, giving you feedback and letting know, you know if they don't like it as well as if they do. You know? Yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah. There's a style in, I mean, the style, stylistic difference from what I remember from improv back home is that with so many uh, troops Are, are are almost just doing stand-up like they're just in a fucking line on the stage talking back and forth talking and somebody taps somebody out and a new scene starts i think we satirize theater sometimes with our melodrama of with course, our with yeah. our the, the but, dramatic downstage crosses we do and talking out to, yeah but it feels like a theatrical experience yeah sure and also they know that so yeah exactly you know, they, and they like that yeah You know, Prague, Prague actually does have more theatres per capita than anywhere yeah. else in Europe. Yeah, there's yeah. a yeah, lot of them. Do you guys love been. Prague? Love Prague? Love Prague. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Prague. I love Prague. <laughs> Absolutely. When, when I got here, I realized, in spite of what everyone was saying, you cannot get by only with English in Prague. Sure. Or in the Czech Republic in general, you have yeah, to learn. I mean, even the you know the more even a modest amount of uh, of Czech, but it's still appreciated and needed. So it's not. I mean, it's not like uh, it's not like London. Obviously, it's not no. like. Uh, but I it's mean, less. I mean, but it's far less formidable than London. <laughs> I mean, no, you know, it's it's in so far as London is fucking huge and. Uh, uh, You know, it places uh, just imposes it's a huge monolithic city. City, and I mean, it has every um, borough is like a different village. But um, yeah, that's that's quite imposing. I think you can get a grip on Prague, not immediately, and obviously yeah. it takes a lifetime to fully understand it if you ever can. But uh, quicker, it's a smaller, you know, more quaint. Town. So yeah. I'd, 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 no, I'd, I'd, I'd think it'd be easier to get a grip here than it would say. That's what Paris I always I always say that it's like yeah. easy you didn't here. Feel, it's yeah. like the difference between and it's similar to London from L.A. is that there's 130 neighborhoods in L.A. and all of them are <laughs> right. different. And yeah. navigating through that, through, especially in just like the improv world in L.A., it's a it's a madhouse and there's you know auditioning in LA there's 80 versions of me that are better going to the same fucking audition and here I'm auditioning against yeah. somebody that looks nothing like me if I'm right for the part I'm right for the part um, yep. so I always look at it as though Prague is like Los Angeles or maybe London if it's a video game it's like on easy because <laughs> it's so fucking and like you just see the trajectory sort of, yeah. you go oh I need to do this and this and this in LA it's just like right, you know right. those montages in films where the whole city like everything's moving so really fast so you guys fast, were tired of big cities so yeah. that's what LA feels yeah, like yeah sure it's that's too what, you can't keep up yeah I, when I go back to London I like the I get this burst of energy for like the first week yeah. <laughs> and I'm charging off the tube 
elbowing old <laughs> ladies in the face and Nug trampling down. dogs to get where I fucking need to get because it's so important. Uh, but after a week of that, I realised it's, oh, hang on, that, that, that's bullshit. I haven't got anything to do, you know, and I'm just uh, hemorrhaging money. So yeah, yeah. I, it's nice to come back to Prague, which is at a different pace. Oh, so you guys know. are tired of big cities, I guess. Well, no, I mean, well, like I, I said, I like going back to them for a little bit, but I don't want to right, live. But I you just like so. living in, I mean, I, this still, it's kind of the perfect middle ground. It feels like a city, but it's it also feels like a small town. So yeah, um, you can see, pretty, you know, it doesn't, in London, People live in some other part of London. I never see them. It yeah, like they might seriously. as well be in a different. My country, my yeah. co-host summed it up quite well. He mentioned that at one point we were discussing what he likes about it, and uh, I think the, the thing that stuck out to me was uh, about Prague is uh, people don't give a fuck. Well, you can be, you can be, you can yeah. be, you can be. I mean, as long as you're not, uh, you're not a menace to society or whatever. Yeah, then people, no, people, people let you. I, that's the that's the that's the middle ground. You. I think actually, because I listened to your podcast with Andy, and he said that the, the, he said it was the best and the worst thing about Prague that the people don't give a mm. fuck is the best yeah. thing, and people don't give a fuck is yeah. the worst thing. But yeah, they're totally uh, sometimes called passive, referred to as passive. I'm not sure if that's quite the right word, but yeah, people were. Um, where my freedom ends is where you begin, yours begins, kind of thing. As long as you don't trample on that, you can. You got to. You got to work pretty hard to turn heads in Prague. Yeah, yeah. pretty damn hard. Yeah, that's um, so yeah. yeah, once I was on a, on a on a tram, and there were these like juvenile delinquents like right. causing a ruckus on the tram. Like, wow. you're showing your age right now. <laughs> juvenile, juvenile delinquents, delinquents and I'm ruckus. I'm telling you, man, these kids were fucking nuts. <laughs> they were going crazy. Yeah. And uh, they for it was one of the older trams. They forced the doors open while we were moving down a road, and one of them just jumped out. Whoa! And ah. like I think he, I think he died. I don't know. <laughs> he possible. ate shit. Really? We're going like forty really? miles an hour. We're going down uh, Karuni like really fast. Oh well. He jumped out, and all his friends were like, "Whoa!" And nobody, like some old woman, nobody just like looked. glanced over and then just looked back at her paper. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's yeah. That's it. Nobody gives a shit. That's excellent. Yeah, that's, that's great. Excellent. That's it though, because yeah. like they were even a menace to society. Yeah, and certainly good. whoever that kid mm. landed on. Oh god. But nobody gave a shit on the. Trip. I hope he was mm. okay. On. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. The last I, week I, I saw a yeah, kid sure. with with this uh, one of these like uh, this beat box, you know, small box, mm -hmm. sound box that makes noise. So they were listening to something, and they were they looked like they were twelve or thirteen. They were like on the metro. Everybody was looking at them, but they didn't give a shit. So they were on this two end uh, on the end of the what is it called car? Yeah. Uh, they were like on the metro train car yeah train car yeah on compartment yeah carriage uh, carriage <laughs> oh yeah at the end and uh, and they were listening Nancy to talk. these things and then we came to Mushtek this old lady came and that the punk looking guy stood up and gave the seat away I'm like well, yeah that's good sure, that's yeah. great yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's great it's interesting the seat getting out thing because that's one of those things you realize with something like that how much you do take cues off your peers even though they are complete strangers and so far as it's like if you don't have a culture of doing that um and that doesn't really i don't see it so much in london because here it's absolutely automatic mm -hmm. yep. um you have to have the culture of that to doing it sort of self-perpetuates itself you know but as soon as it slips away it's difficult to reintroduce that right. and even and i put it to you gentlemen that even you, if you were in a town where the, it wasn't the culture to get up would for you? other people, would, would you? Would the mind? <laughs> yeah. Do you get up? 
<laughs> do you? Oh, I, I I got up one day and uh, there was one day you, know, you some, did. You remember? No, no, no. no I, I always get up. It was a waste of time. No, it was a, it was July on a metro. 2007. <laughs> it was got a, up for some punk today. <laughs> it's a waste of my lady. time. It was on a metro and this lady was next to me, and I was guessing her age because if she's old. Then I'll That's give her a ticket, but if she's young, I'm not going to do it. But how do you know that which age? Dude, I think about it all the time. Like, I think about the... the like if this I isn't s- a thing in L.A. because everybody drives everywhere, but but I started giving up my seats for people here. Hmm. And it's weird because you have to make that judgment call. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. She's, she's not pregnant. She's not pregnant or disabled. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And, like, if, if I stand up, will I insult her? Exactly. Yeah. And when does that, like, because that's going to happen to all of us if we stay here. <laughs> Eventually, people are going to start getting up for us. And the first time that happens, we're going to be like, oh, oh seriously? Dude. Yeah. That Shit. happens to me sometimes after a long night out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's people like, I gotta give this guy. Yeah, they also seat. give me. Yeah, they also free up all the seats around me. <laughs> Weird. I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> they all walk to the other end. Of the you're all get off the train. Bloody and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna drop here. Hello. <laughs> no, I have, oh, a, I, have a, I have a question for you both of you. You guys are Good. professional. Oh, it's about fucking time. We're halfway into. The thing. <laughs> you guys are performers. Apart from this in general, is it gonna be some sort of wishy washy gun? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I love prom? Yeah. Right. No, 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 not like that. No, uh, I have met a... Is it, is, is, hang on, is the question, how do you feel? No! <laughs> Something specific. Oh, okay. You're really skeptical about this What's podcast. What's it all about? Huh? No. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> talk, I guess. No, all right, go. The, the thing is, uh, we see a lot of performers that are not Czech people, that are performing here, musicians, artists, dancers... Why? I mean, do they come here with that intention to perform or they come here and then find the performer in them? I think it's probably a mix, right? I think people come here to perform and then and then find their their inner performer through performance. The best way to get better at anything is just to keep doing it. And it offers that here. You get the opportunity to keep performing here. And a lot of places you don't get that opportunity. So, yeah, I think people yeah. improve here as performers and probably fall in love with their craft more just because they're in a place where they can do it. And I, I certainly know with the theatre, it, it's more, I mean, normal is the kind of, you know, want some sort of definition of what it is to check. And I only teach is, you know, start here, the first thing you get when you ask, how was your weekend? It was normal. Um, it, it, it's normal to go to theatre in a way that I fucking love because it's not pretentious like that's kind of gone there's no not in the same way there's no sort of overt class social struggle going on yeah. by who's at the theater people just kind of go and so i don't I, i don't know if that means you can kind of i want to say you can get away with being worse because i don't think that's what we do and it's certainly not the stuff i see is great but there's just so much out there and i think it's difficult to explain really i think Because people are au fait with it, they don't necessarily get wrapped up in certain aspects of production that you might otherwise. I don't know. You can. I want to. I want to say you can get away with more stuff, but I don't want to sound like I'm being derogatory because the quality of stuff here is is excellent. But there's simply just more going on. You know, like imagine if everybody was playing football, then you'd have really good football and uh, everybody'd be enjoying it. Like saturation thing. But it's just not so strange for somebody to be an artist here. And I, th- I notice that with Czech, you know, my Czech friends, there'll be, I don't know, many who aren't playing a musical instrument. Right. It's partly who we hang out with, but the better part, you know, or doing something like that. And um, there's just a sort of normality to it. And Prague's, you know, 
expressive town. I don't What's know, interesting yeah. about that though is that it's the same way in LA. Right. It's just nobody. I guess it's just so abundant there, and, and there's just so many more of them there that it gets old. I guess it's because there's no variety there. Mm. Here you meet some different kinds of people, but for the most part, yeah, it's okay to be an artist here. And I feel like in LA, it's almost yeah. kind of a, a cliche. Sure. Like a vernissage here, which is a fairly typical event, uh, which obviously you have art gallery exhibitions in the UK. And I've seen a few and I worked in the gallery once. And, but they do still generally, you know, they're on the side of being pretentious or, you know, about yeah. kind of being seen, but they happen here a bit, bit no sometimes perhaps they're kind of reverse pretentious in so far as there's a lot of people um who are sort of former dissidents uh trying to express themselves as dissidents again um you're looking at me like i'm you have no idea what i'm talking about you know what, no, I'm hypnotized you, know what by dis- you know what a dissident i don't is. so this is a political somebody who uh was opposed to the communist regime and they kind of make you know they're, they're important culturally because you know, this is the the city that did have a playwright as a president i was and just gonna say you know, it's, i was it's, thinking about that today do you yeah. think uh, they have the good sense of humor checks i mean the, the sense of humor you you produce they get it sure I don't know if that's a sign of a good sense of humour, but um, <laughs> certainly, certainly, uh, well, I, yeah, I, I have, at least it resonates, <laughs> right? There's a some level, yeah. I, no, I mean, I mean, from me to them, like certainly, my Czech friends are funny. Yeah, exactly. but it's kind of a prerequisite yeah. of you know. I don't know if who their I judgment hang out of, with. of that's funny, and you're not friends with me. Kind of not. I don't. That's. I don't really. I get. I like you know deep conversations sometimes, and you know, find out about how people are. How are you? You want to talk that. about science but, now? Well, no, I was going to yeah, say... We I, had... F- well, yeah, times. I can. Will you stop fucking Jesus? <laughs> like, um, I can. But as you say, yeah, it kind of is a prerequisite to have funny friends. So, yeah. you know... Well, those yeah. are the people... For you... me, I just... That's who I gravitate. I, I, I get right. my science from books and magazines. I don't necessarily... It's usually... It's usually quicker to do that than getting somebody to trawl through their attempt. Because not great people who can who have good ideas oh, aren't necessarily to, good communicators and vice versa. No, it's hard when to I'm un- looking for conversation. Somebody, uh, I look for people who shut the fuck up <laughs> and who are funny. <laughs> it's hard to hard to explain science. I mean you have to know so much to make it sim- simple You're enough. implying I don't understand science. No, even I don't even I don't understand sometimes what I'm studying. I'll explain it to you sometimes. No, my <laughs> teachers cannot explain me. I mean they have to go through so many texts to understand what the fuck but is even going. if I'm having a study? even if I'm having a deep I, conversation. I study opt- yeah, what are you studying? Optics and nanostructure. Oh wow. cool. Yeah. I have well, this uh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was just going to say everybody's I, interrupting each other. What the hell is going on? Well, you've lost control. <laughs> <laughs> it's all going it's, downhill. It's just, yeah, I, I, have this, I have this. I have this. I have this theory that if you can't, uh, if you can't explain it to a five-year-old, then it's quite likely you don't understand it very well either. Mm. The point. The point. Sure. Being, you need to. You need to be able to dissect it as deeply as it takes, and go into the you know, into well, all the minutia and all sure. the minute details. And the trouble with that, though, is, is sometimes it's the complexity behind things. So, for example. Yeah. People will gladly people will gladly say they don't understand quantum physics, and that's fine. Like there's a Richard Feynman thing of like there's only three people who understand quantum physics, and, and why I'm one of them. Then they're all weird as fuck. But um, people would say, my dad's a biologist, so I know quite I'm quite up on evolution ish. I'm you know try to keep abreast of it, but I, I think a lot of people think they understand evolution when they really don't. So it can flip the other side. I think a lot of people would have no problem saying they understand the theory of evolution. 
when actually their grasp of it is yeah i understand everything as a five-year-old understands things right That's like all of my of knowledge is it's like it's social interactions <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just everything everything yeah i've, I've just mediocrity across the board yeah i only read books with four and a half billion of random and random and random mutations yeah, and, that's, that, and you get this. Yeah, yeah. You get a podcast, and you get a gym and a Jeff. <laughs> right, yeah. And they're gonna do a comedy show within an hour. Yeah, we have a show tonight. So, what, okay. Yeah, if you're listening to this and you have the yeah. ability to travel, yeah. where's the show happening? Um, uh, where we are right now, which is amazing, Chayovna on yeah. Kafkova, Kafkova. 18. 18 in Prague 6 near Davidska. Um, yeah. It's a lovely space. Come on down. We're here every Thursday at 8 p.m. We're doing a Sunday here? show as well. Right here in Amazing Show. It's a great yeah. little stage. It's really nice. Yeah. It's a great place. Look, we have a room here where we can record a podcast. For example. And for this example. is done in the, for the viewers. We should paint a picture. Yeah, we're in this a... This is the jungle room. It's jungle room. There I posted are, a picture uh, just... Two minutes oh, ago. Did great. you? Okay. Yeah. Well, plants I, everywhere. Yeah. And okay. Well, this is redundant, apparently. Now. Yeah. They're going to paint a picture of this room <laughs> yeah. and then you're wasting our time. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, I know, I know, uh, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if you have thousand and two, probably it will work out. Well, look, it's a nice venue it's and nice, we are yeah. here every single week. Yeah. Uh, so, so come check if you're out. listening to this, come, yeah, come We've check We've been doing it for a while and we're damn, damn funny. We're damn funny. I mean, you know. The guys are funny. The others are. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I used to work on Thursdays, and Thursdays they used to perform, and I would sneak up and watch yeah. the show for a while. And yeah. So we spotted nice. you. So, right? so you would freeload then? Uh, uh, it comes with yeah, a job. Yeah, did you pay for your ticket? Never. What? Never. It's an occupational <laughs> hazard, I think. Mm-hmm. Are we getting paid for this, by the way? How much? What oh, we have to talk to our sponsor. Let's Andy. talk about it now. <laughs> sponsor. Now, if somebody has to find you guys, uh, should they go to some Facebook? Do you have some website? We didn't finish talking about the pay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can. You can go to Blood, Love and Rhetoric um, and we're on Facebook as well. It's blrtheatre.com um, and we're on Facebook and Instagram as well. You can mm-hmm. find details about us there. BLR Improv Comedy on Facebook. Oh, you you can find this are? specific show. Yeah, Blood, Love and Rhetoric. We can do all three concurrent or consecutively. Why, what is, why is it called Blood, Love and Rhetoric? It's a quote from a Tom Stopper play called Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead, uh, which we, it's the first play we did here as Blood, it Love and Retro. It was 10 years theater. ago? It was indeed. 10 years ago? It really was actually, yeah. Huh. Um, and we Are did they all together now still or just people just fled or... Are they all, what do you mean, the cast and crew? Yeah. Yeah, they've, well some are still here and some some have moved on to different places, um, but I mean that's a long time, that's 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, plenty are still with us. Um, <laughs> yeah. so how do you, how's uh, Prague after 10 years? And you've been here for 10 years. Yeah, you just did it again. Come on, really? What? Uh, Is that a stupid Prague? question to ask? It's too general. Uh, yeah. I'm how's curious. Prague? It's good. I like it. No, no, I like no, it. No, 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 like, like, 10 years is a big, big, long, long enough time to understand a, some, some evolution in a city, right? You're I, an old guy, so, you know. Should I <laughs> Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're you you're quite a charmer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was insightful and charming. Jim's going to kill me afterwards. Okay. I might do it now. I might make this podcast oh, yeah, more entertaining. Yeah. We, we, you know? we, I do. Lo- I, lo- I still love Prague. It's great. I mean, it's it's it, you know, um, it's I keep saying, but it is a really beautiful town, and that uh, reflects upon your own uh, life because it's not just beautiful. It's got some countryside around it, and it's really easy to get to countryside, and that's a very important part of Czech lifestyle. Is going out to the countryside, going out to the hutters and stuff. Uh, they all do it, and why is he so? Because Czech countryside is beautiful, but the town is so beautiful, and that reflects back on your own kind of. Uh, a massive self-esteem issues, hence the uh, performance uh, career in performance. 
um, I need that audience assertion. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. But um, <laughs> it's... Um, oh, fuck, I completely lost my... It's... Yeah, it's so beautiful. The town's so beautiful. And it's all man-made, you know? So if, you know, if you're surrounded by stuff that's been made by humans which is beautiful that kind of invests you with a higher aspirational of what it's possible to do i mean i know the reverse is certainly true in sort of bleaker parts of london it's quite easy to get down on um you know humanity's possibilities <laughs> and how that reflects on your own personal journey <laughs> so uh, I, you know i think that's seriously i think that's an important thing that's an um, interesting point because even even in Prague, if you get out to the outskirts and you're surrounded by those the panel panel acts, acts yeah. and stuff. So I've nearly, it's, I think it's more than fifty percent of Prague. Prague yeah, acts most of them acts. don't live in the center or so even in. Yeah. This I live in one, so there you go. Do you live in one, in a panelac? Yes, I do. Is it is it nice or how do you like it? It What's, is. It's okay. Actually, yeah, them. I always fear can, like when them. I look at them, I always worry about them burning because they just seem terrifying. No, very quite, very quite, very quite well made but the thing is very, for instance there was this uh, first of all as I mentioned I come from an ex-communist country mm -hmm. it's filled with panelux as oh, well it feels like home I guess uh, sort of but actually uh, I, I have this I have this interesting uh, well I have a story <laughs> uh, I'm still I'm still convinced I may have um, I may have traveled on the on the train with, uh, with an ex uh, an ex-British spy this was like in really? 2007 or something there was yeah. this guy he was in his 70s or something and uh, he mentioned he was working in uh, he had been working in Romania before 1989 which was really difficult to do and he knew a lot of mm. very specific details he had this he had he also gave me this ge very generic name John Briggs I still remember it's it's quite generic <laughs> God, he didn't he's gonna get you yeah. and uh, and yeah and the other thing is and he also Spy he, Jones. He, he also he also mentioned at some point that at home Steve he has uh, he has no photos of himself except the one from the wedding Right. Yeah. Uh, so He's not even all, these, all these cues and all, but the thing is, um, at yeah. one point we were uh, we were leaving the we were leaving the train station, and the train station is in this very very bleak area, and I mean it's it's looking very run down, and the guy just looked at uh, looked at the buildings, and he went, you know, one day someone is going to make a lot of money selling paint. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And yeah, and that's the thing is over here. Over here, it's actually it's quite colorful, and uh, yeah, the yeah. panel acts. I mean, the panel acts. They mm. actually they look like people yeah. actually care. Yeah, no, where they live. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a it's a far cry from the from the bleak gray communist area. Uh, right, sure, era, right, yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, was I mean, aside from this thing, there was this uh, this photo project done in Romania. Someone took photos of uh, of the of the same apartment. I mean, not the same apartment. He took like the whole column from the from the last floor to the first one, mm -hmm. and uh, used the same vantage point. And he took photos of each apartment from you know all of the floors. Oh yeah. And uh, it it just went to show the outside really doesn't matter, which is I mean mm. it's obvious when you think about it. Sure. But unless you actually see it pictured and you realize That's just so how true. different they can course, be. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. No, yeah so this, this is this is why I am actually I'm quite fascinated with panelux. There's a whole there's a whole subculture bet, that man. they yeah. they they create. And like you so. said, most of the people that live in yeah. Prague live in panelux. Yeah, I think it's like sixty forty. Yeah. yeah, it's just for me. Whenever I've gone out to like Haye or something and walked through the panelux complex, and I see like the salon and the potravini and the pub and the restaurant and the clothes shop. It's just it makes me feel like like 
so you never need to leave here. <laughs> Everything you need is right here, and it's it's just a little. <laughs> it just seems a little like prison. I get that they're all different, and, and and you have your own lifestyle within that, and I think it's great. But I what, going back to it. You all know now is, <laughs> it is Look at this picture montage. Every apartment is different. <laughs> but, but, but this blue one. <laughs> this <laughs> apartment has blue. <laughs> this one has green. <laughs> but 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 when you go like, can I get one with a purple? No purple. <laughs> <laughs> now you go to real prison. <laughs> but I thought silence. <laughs> But what you're saying about how how the beauty of this the um, you know the Art Nouveau and the Baroque and the the Gothic architecture in the center can inspire you because of what humans have created. I guess it's just because I'm not you know I'm out of touch with that and I haven't gone inside or, or lived in that environment. But just the it was like I flew into Moscow once and everything around Moscow was just it was just miles and miles and miles of the same Panalax everywhere and it just seems like that can get you down as a person when you realize that humans can also create something that just keeps you stuck in a single place and this is like your aspirations can get to this level and that's mm. it so yeah but you know talking to somebody who actually lives in one it's interesting and you like it where is it in Prague? Czerny Most. Oh, mm-hmm. Czerny Most. Yeah. All the way it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting neighborhood, mm-hmm. actually. It's, uh, first of all, it's not, uh, it's not as well stocked as you mentioned, because you mentioned, oh, you go through, you go around the Panalax and, oh, there's Potravini here and there's yeah, a yeah. salon here. And we you, have nothing. You get Ikea and... Yeah, I have, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I have the, I have <laughs> the, sho- I, I have the shopping, I, I have the, the shopping mall. center. It was a great mall, yeah. Yeah, I have the shopping center, but the thing is, I mean, I have to walk for like 10 minutes to get to the nearest shop in the uh-huh. shopping center. Interesting. And that's the thing, and I, I don't have I don't have any, any you know, Potravini downstairs or whatever. Right. So from, uh, it's not it's not quite as uh, well stocked as you would think. Right, yeah. mm. But but this is, um, that's the thing, it's a bit different because I've been, I mean, all the other neighborhoods seem to be a lot more, uh, a lot more accommodating, mm. I guess. But it's a. Uh, but it's also. It's also uh, the other thing is. I mean, it's. It's like literally at the edge of the city. Like, yeah. Like one kilometer from my building, it's the. It's the city outskirts. You have the sign, and this is where Prague ends. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is it a good price though? Good deal. Cheaper. Yeah. I'm imagining. Don't. It's. I'm paying. The, the thing is, I. I used to live. Uh, I, I. I mean, for nearly and actually for a year and a half, I. I lived in Zizkov. So I got to, I, yeah. Hardcore, wow. Yeah. And I got to, I mean, I got to, I got to experience that, uh, that lifestyle of Prague. And mm-hmm. um, after a while, it really wears you down. It's like, I mean, it's filled with, it's filled with tourists. I would say at this point, it's, there's probably more tourists than, uh, than locals in Zizkov. Mm-hmm. And at every single hour of day or night, you just hear the, you know, you'd, everyone is is going around with their suitcases, and you'd hear those tiny wheels on the on the cobbles, yeah. yeah, on the cobblestones, and it's just every single moment. And it, at, after a while, you're like, you know, I want some summer, some peace and quiet. But the thing is, I um, yeah, I I spent uh, so okay, so every year come uh, come December first, I I I ride my bike. All, I, I ride my bike uh, all year round. And every year, December 1st, 
I have uh, some antlers that I mount on my helmet and I spend all of December with my antlers on my helmet. And the thing is, I mean, yeah, it, it makes what? quite a lot of... Uh, it makes a lot... It makes like a lot. You know how to f- have why, fun. Yeah. Wait, why, yeah. why do you do that? For fun. Oh, okay. No, but, the, but if, uh, I'm getting there, don't worry. But the thing is, uh, the, <laughs> the thing is, it's... Uh, I mean, in Zizkop, I mean, it turns a lot of heads. It, made, it makes quite a few people's day a lot a bit better. Yeah, I you can see them smiling, but have you ever got them caught on anything? Yeah, sorry. Have you ever got them caught on anything? Did they ever hit somebody or no. caught on a right no, under no. like a construction no. scaffolding? Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Ripped off your bike. Yeah, I know there's a pill for that, but no. Um, but the thing is, uh, when when I during December I actually moved to Chernimost. And uh, over there, you can tell it's a place that's actually inhabited by by locals. And every morning, I would have I would have uh, school children, you know, like laughing and smiling and looking at me. And I mean, the reactions were a lot Uncle different. Mikey. That's interesting. Yeah, sure. Mm. I can see that. Yeah, as opposed to as opposed to just tourists and everyone, you know, everyone busy and everyone is just scuttling yeah. about. And mm-hmm. it's a it's a, it's a it's a different uh, it's a definitely a different environment mm. and a different mm. society. Mm. Don't kill me, Jim, but okay. my question was, uh, Sorry, oh is, is, is Prague okay. different 10 years later? That was my question, and we went yeah. to the architecture. Yeah, so a lot of more tourists, people I don't know. I, nicer. I, I, think I mean, in terms, I don't... You don't I remember much? <laughs> not really, actually. It's been fun 10 years. It's been fun times, but... Um, it, yeah, I think, I think tourist numbers have increased, if you look at the numbers. I, I don't know if I've really felt that. I mean, it's always a pain in the ass going into the centre of town uh, because of that. Um, yeah, I, there's more places to eat now. Mm. I'd say that. That's a qualitative change. Um, other than that, everything is pretty much the same as far as I could tell. Uh, yeah, just more places to eat. Okay. <laughs> just good enough. Well, Thanks. I guess, is that uh, okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good so, a good enough answer. I don't Thank know. There must be other changes. but um, Well, even since I've been less here. hope. I've only know. been here for almost like five total years. Yeah. And... Uh, and yeah, there's more places to eat. Gentrification. There is some gentrification quite going, a bit. Yeah. I imagine though that um, when you were first here, because even when I was first here, yeah, it felt a, more, felt a little grimier. Yeah, it's almost street level. Yeah, yeah. The smoking ban sure. happened a couple of years ago, but I remember you going to any place that was super smoky. And, yeah, yeah, that's true. You yeah, know, so those kind it's of a quite, little yeah. cleaner now, I guess. Yeah. It's the grime. Oh, the only thing I noticed in two years, it's it's a lot of Chinese tourists. Oh, yeah. well, when no, I came, yeah. there was yeah, not well, a lot. Now, now there's yeah. a lot. It's now on the, it's now on the route. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a restaurant by my house that's a Chinese place that they won't let anybody in that's not on a Chinese tour bus. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. It's weird. It's like listed on Google and all the reviews are like, don't go in here if you're not Chinese tourists. They won't they'll like kick people out. Oh. Yeah. Best Chinese restaurant supposed to be in Pankrat's. I went oh, yeah? to one that yeah we were shooting that oh yeah, that yeah Chinese TV thing there. <laughs> Jim and I did a Chinese TV show yeah it was a blast yeah Chinese TV show yeah, yeah. did you have to speak China, Chinese or no just? they're no, gonna dub us playing. I think I don't know where we were supposed to be what country were we supposed to be American of course I was American <laughs> oh I should have done an accent <laughs> have you, have you guys worked it. in some Czech series or yeah I've done so I was, I, I was what is a, it called I've been a couple. I'm in one at the moment called Bezviadoni, which oh, yeah. s- sleepers, which is I believe it was the most popular show on HBO Europe uh, last month. Anyway, uh, it's, uh, it's a great show. It's uh, about set in, in um, the 80s and it's sort of communist intrigues and spies. 
uh, get involved. I've played a British MI5 agent who's uh-huh. ensconced out in Prague. Um, yeah, that's a good show to be on. And I've been in another one I'm proud of, a TV show called Chesky Stoletti, which is the 100-year kind of history of it, uh, the director of which I forget now, but that was quite that was quite fun. I played a... Um, again, I played a British guy in that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeff? What? Czech TV show? Czech TV show? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah you will. Not really. Is there a lot Where of work in Czech Republic no. for actors like you guys? Yeah. I, right now I'm working on a cartoon. Yeah, right now it's quite uh, it was started as a Czech cartoon. Mm, and yeah, um, right. it's now uh, only in English. Uh, well, I guess it'll eventually be dubbed into other languages. But the first season was originally Czech and dubbed it in the English version. And then uh, season two is coming out. Or we're recording in February, season two. But Can we- you do a line? <laughs> What's that? Can you do a line of coke right now? No, thank you. <laughs> I was expecting, no, I was expecting no, that. Come on. <laughs> no thanks. Woo. Uh, a line from do the this show? Interview. Yeah. I don't. Uh, no, <sighs> I mean, I don't. I don't remember any thanks lines. I'm, I'm just well, curious about the vibe itself. Well, the it's vibe a children's show. show. It's a. Yeah. It's a. It's, Teddy, what are you doing? My character sounds like uh, they're now animating to us. It was a Czech show. Now it's. Uh, It's produced in Ireland now, and uh, yeah, it's going to be Netflix and a bunch of. It's on like children's TV mm. channel in uh, cool. Canada, and That's awesome. uh, but yeah, it's very children thing. But that was a Czech thing. Yeah. But other than that, I don't think I've done Skoda ads. And yeah, stuff, right. So yeah, you know, but pretty cool. People Shoda. are going to watch Skoda ads now. Mm. Yeah, they Skoda weren't before. That was the problem. Now. Yeah, finally, God finally, damn. yeah. Every time we say some names, we got to get some money. Yeah. Well, with that being said, thank you for coming, Jeff. And thanks Jim. a lot. Oh, thanks for yeah. having us. I hope you had fun, some yeah. fun. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. really. No, no, no nice. that's done. Yeah. Sitting down, talking. Do you want to talk, do this uh, again in one month? Let's not get carried away. <laughs> 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 Just trying to be polite yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, no, we'd love to come back. Yeah, I'll I'll come come back sure. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. We'll be more organized next time. Anytime. No way. Okay. Or, or chaos is the good thing to do. I guess. No, I'm not sure about that. I don't know. Some chairs. It's that day improv artist. That's the I, can't, I like to keep yeah, my room cool. chaotic. Okay. And I draw cartoons. I feel like if it's organized, I cannot draw a cartoon. It's a weird thing. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. I have to have some uh, coffee mugs here, some papers, some t- sketchbook. But it's, that's an organized chaos, though. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. It's not like they're moldy coffee mugs. Oh, they are moldy. Across. I have like five coffee mugs. So okay. what I do is I wash them. Yeah. And then I make coffee one by one. So I don't, I don't right. like one is like there's like. But moldy, shit. like from how, like what's the maximum age of a coffee cup there? There's one. There is one actually from two months. I didn't. I think well, I'm gonna pushing it. it. I was gonna say like a year would put you into chaotic. But how does it look? Do you have any idea? How does chaos one year look? of uh, moldy coffee mug? Mm. Um, it's like looking into the, you know, the eye of the abyss. I don't stares know. back at you. I fucking I'm <laughs> clean as shit, man. You are. That's a, you know. You're. Um, I, I yeah. wash stuff after immediately. Yeah. I wash stuff that's while I'm making. Trait. It's you know. Yeah, be, I, I like you. the cleanliness. I like organized. Yeah. I, I solved this Come by on. only keeping one mug out. So if I have to, everything just else is one mug. Yeah, I just have one of everything. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I, I I have multiple <laughs> things, but oh. I just keep one of them out. So I have to wash it. Brilliant. What happens if you get guests? Ever guests? They can Bring fuck off. Well, okay. <laughs> Bring your own mug. <laughs> join me in the join me in the sink. I don't know. Okay. Great. Here you get one of everything. <laughs> one blanket, one bed, one chair, <laughs> one see, mug. See how each individual work together to create one room. <laughs> <laughs> This is socialism. <laughs> 
I think uh, I'm taking the sharing economy a bit too far. Yeah. Yeah. New world. <laughs> Ooh. New world order. Yep. Yep. I guess that's it. All right. Well, have a nice day. Goodbye, thanks. listeners. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. And thanks for listening.